Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there, thanks for joining me on another episode of the Familypreneur Podcast. Today's guest is a sought-after and respected public speaker who's passionate about sharing her knowledge with businesses that need an edge over their competitors and a solid strategy for capturing the attention of their desired audience. She is the president of Think Big, Go Local, a digital marketing firm specializing in social media, web design, and bot creation. I'm excited to introduce you today to Bobby Bainey. Bobby, thank you for joining me today. Hi. Hi, everybody. So great to be here. I would love to start. Um, I, I know that some people may already be familiar with you. You presented at the Become Influential Summit. We've had you on the podcast before. But I'd love to start with just hearing the story about what made you fall in love with Instagram, since you're going to be our Instagram expert at the Organic Marketing Summit. Oh, yeah, there were so many reasons. So one was kind of a business thing. It was getting so tough to build an audience on Facebook. It had gotten so crowded over there. When I got on Instagram, they didn't have business pages yet, but it was so easy to start building up an audience. So that was one thing that was really attractive about it. But I just really enjoyed it. So the audience on Instagram is so different than the audience on Facebook. It was just a more positive, uplifting, creative space that was really enjoyable to spend time in. Um, so that was really kind of what got me involved over there. And then as I started to spend more time, the community I started to build um, and the people that I was following in that space I really found were like, those were my people. So I found a lot of influencers that I have in time met and had relationships with and done collaborations with. Um, honestly, my little brother was really launching a new business and he was on Instagram and I was having such a ball watching what he was doing because he was just killing it over there. So everything about it just felt good. It was really pushing business forward. I was building up an audience, a lot harder to do these days than it was a few years ago. Um, but that's really what kind of really made me want to spend more time um, in Instagram. And they've done nothing but get better and better. And there's so many different little neighborhoods in Instagram to spend time now. So um, I'm really so glad that I dove into the platform when I did. Now, can you tell me a little bit about the demographics? I feel like a lot of people just assume, and maybe, maybe it's, it's based in truth, that it's all young people there. Um, can you tell me a bit about the demographics of people using Instagram? And then as an offshoot, what businesses are best suited to have a presence there? Or if there are businesses that you don't actually recommend? Yeah. So, so that's a great question because originally Instagram definitely was a young audience. I mean, there weren't, and this is what happens with all these social platforms. They go through this maturity. So when Instagram didn't have the capacity for specific business pages and they didn't even have ads for the longest time. And when they did, you had to be a major, major brand. So you didn't have all those distractions in your feed. So then 
it was a younger audience. It was, you know, really like college age, um, you know, users and, and it started to grow a bit. So most people feel like it's just millennials that make up the majority of the audience on Instagram, which used to be true up until about the last year or so. So Instagram is now over a billion users too. Um, and they are maturing. So as they launch business pages, as they roll out all these opportunities for advertisers, the platform matures. So while the average age isn't, I don't think, quite as old as it is on Facebook now, which is up in the 40s, um, Instagram's no longer just millennials. So we have definitely grown up. You've got really people of every age using that platform. Um, and so I don't know right off the top of my head what the average age on Instagram is today, but I do know that it's a whole lot older than it was a year and a half ago even. you know. Now, as far as businesses, I'll tell you, there are businesses that you know, at a glance seem to be more well-suited. If you have a product, um, you know, if you're an entertainer, if you, you know, are a content creator, all of those things make sense, right? But I'll tell you, as with every platform, I can get on any platform and find somebody that I would say to you, this industry is never going to do well here. And then you got somebody that's just absolutely crushing it because they're creative and they're fun and they think outside the box. So if you're willing to say, okay, maybe I just build widgets, but I have a really funny staff or we have a really good time when we have lunch together or do team building activities and you start creating content around maybe your culture instead of your product, because maybe it's not a product that's going to get bought there, but there's another aspect of your business you can leverage. I think you're going to get a lot of attention and I see a lot of people doing things like that and being very successful at it. So while there are businesses that are better fit than others, it's really all about who's going to manage it, what kind of content can you create, what kind of talent can you leverage on your team to you know, push content out there, and then you're just going to build an audience in a different way and maybe promote more of maybe your brand than the actual selling, and you're going to do that somewhere else. So I think everybody can fit. It just really depends uh, what you're willing to do in order to get into that space. Awesome. I like that. I like the the differentiating that you could focus on your culture as opposed to the actual yeah itself you build a name for yourself one way or another right like people right. hear about you you know whatever it is that you're marketing just know what your purpose is going to be when you get there and what you're capable of doing and go for it and I think it's a good fit then now you're going to dive into these topics this topic a lot deeper at the organic marketing summit and and the summit as a whole is very focused. We're focused on developing a, a marketing plan for 2021, a formal marketing plan. So I would love to hear your perspective on how important planning really is when it comes to developing an Instagram marketing strategy. Yeah, well, it all kind of comes down to like, how successful do you want your business to be, right? I mean, with anything that we do in business... Personally, planning is not my favorite thing. I am a do the action, get the stuff done kind of a person. But what I have learned is if I don't do the planning, one, my use of my time, time gets wasted everywhere because you find yourself not knowing what direction you're going in, not knowing what to do next. Having a solid plan that includes so much more than even just the content that you're going to share, like really making that plan embrace what does my brand look like? What is my mission? What's my value statement? Like having all of that in one place is going to do a number of things. One, 
one, it helps you grow your team faster. Now you've got a working document you can share. It's not all up in here where you've got to find the time to train somebody to help you. And we can't grow our businesses if we can't grow our teams. And then the other thing um, that we need too is when you wake up in the morning and you know, you've got something else on your mind, sometimes figuring out what am I posting today? What am I talking about? It is just the furthest thing from something you're capable of doing. Having an actual strategy and a written plan allows you to get busy no matter what else is happening in your life or to have somebody else take over and, and help you out. Again, you know, if, if something comes into my life and I've got a plan, I can call someone on my team and say, hey, you know where that document is. I need your help today. So, and it just keeps you focused. You, you remember, you need a call to action. You remember to mix up your media. You remember the hashtags that you want to include. And there's just so many things that can go into your plan. They're going to help you work efficiently, which means you're going to have more time, which means you can make more money. You can hire more people. You can serve more of your audience. So all the way around, doing the hard work now is going to make all the difference, all the difference for your business in three months, six months, and a year from now. Oh, thank you so much. That's perfect. And it's exactly why we've put this summit together. So over the course of five days, November 9th through the 13th, um, attendees are building their 2021 marketing plan. And the marketing plan that, that we're putting together, it's kind of, it's, it's unique because it's not like if you Google marketing plan, like it's not that. It's kind of a combination of a business plan, a marketing plan, and a content calendar, you know, so that it, it really ties in a couple different aspects that are going to help set you up for success with your organic marketing strategy throughout 2021. And we're going to be doing that with over 20 industry leading experts like, like you, like Bobby, who are all invested in the success of the attendees. So tickets for the summit are completely free. You just need to head over to organicmarketingsummit.com and reserve that ticket. I highly recommend you go do it right now um, because something is going to come up in the next five minutes that will distract you, <laughs> whether it is a <laughs> child, a pet, um, a client, something is happening in five minutes. And so go take two minutes and grab your free ticket so that you have it for the summit. You will not regret it. Your 2021 marketing goals will thank you. And thank you, Bobby, for, for being here today and for Here's sharing. Oh, welcome. And thanks to everybody tuning in. You guys are all in the right place. It's been a challenging year and I don't know if next year is going to be a whole lot better or not. So we need to do everything we all can to support each other and make sure we're all coming out of the gate strong in this new year. I know that's right. We, 2021 <laughs> has to be better than 2020. It has to be. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bobby. Awesome. Thank you. Take care, everybody. See you at the summit. Head over to OrganicMarketingSummit.com and grab your free ticket to the Organic Marketing Summit today. It's happening November 9th through 13th, and you definitely don't want to miss it. Bye for now. Do us a favor. Share this podcast to a friend. It's like my mom always says, sharing is caring.